What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your host, Kevlar, but the feds call me Kevin. And in today's episode of the Neon Black Podcast, the gang channels their inner Dr. Phil and investigates whether or not we can analyze an individual's decision-making, temperament, morality, and even personality based on how they play video games. So grab your snacks, get comfortable, and tune into this episode of the Neon Black Podcast. When you said decision-making when it comes to fighting games, Oh, shit. Okay. Um, yeah, I wanted to elaborate a little bit. Like, I wanted to just talk about decision-making in general, um, just because of, you know, the stuff that's been going on with COVID. But I did want to make it a fun twist with um, talking to it in regard to video games. Because I realized that, um, you know, with certain games, especially the fighting games, like where you would think the same button combinations would allow most people to play very similarly. Um, I think the added element of like, especially I noticed this the most in fighting games than any other game, the added, um, I guess, element of psychology as you are fighting like another human. And this can happen also in shooters, like, you know, your Fortnite and Battle Royales type deals also deal a little bit with like <laughs> human psychology. Uh, I wanted to talk about how, um, I think it's interesting by like watching someone play a game, you can kind of tell the kind of person they are, um, depending on the game. And like, I want to give a personal example where like I was, um, playing Bloodborne with, um, by myself and Amber walked in one day and I asked her, I was like, man, I'm at a really hard part. I was like, you want to try and play for a little bit? Like, it doesn't matter if you win or not. And I was just kind of watching her play and the, differences between our playing styles like where she was more um she liked using more so like the faster weapons um where i liked using uh more range like i was okay using slower weapons but i like more range to create like uh, a area of safety where she would like run in and she was okay getting hit a little bit as long as she got to get her hits in um it's kind of like a very rudimentary version of this concept where it's like um, for me, like watching her play versus me, I was able to tell how much I value security. Um, even with playing something that, you know, I'm not actually going to die in, um, it made, it almost showed me how, um, how much I value staying alive in certain video games and also being v- incredibly patient and learning my enemy so that I can, uh, I guess, like once I learn the weaknesses, I'm able to find those kind of uh, time periods where I am able to attack. And I notice I also do like on Smash too. Like sometimes I'll only press like safe buttons to see what my enemy is doing so that I can uh, like almost like I, I tend to have like a very safe but reactionary approach to one, how I play video games. Um, and I just want to kind of talk about how much uh, like decision-making, whether that be like um, your risk versus reward like happens in certain video games compared to others. And I thought it would just be like kind of like an interesting topic to talk about. Um, so I just want to see y'all, y'all's thoughts on like 
can you actually like predict certain um i guess personalities depending on how someone plays a game or um would you say that it's it's not like a good indicator of like personality depending on how someone plays the game because because it's you know not real life they might make decisions that they wouldn't really make in real life so mm-hmm. i just wanted to kind of play around with that idea and see what you guys think from the way you guys normally um, approach games i feel like um a person unless they unless they are blatantly saying like I'm only doing this because I want to be like pure chaotic. Like people running around like fucking shit up on Grand Theft Auto. Like people do that shit, and like I know half people though aren't really like that. But if a person's really playing a video game and they're really into it, I think subconsciously, even if you're in a video game world, you're still playing it as if you were in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes people do think about the character, but then you think about what's best for that character and it's still kind of like you putting yourself in that situation. So I feel like, yes, it is a good indicator, uh, personally. Um, I really don't know what my style is, though. I would say, my, I always said that my style was more like uh, Mugen from Shamrock Shampoo, where it's more like, you think it really is like a freeform kind of guy? Uh, yeah, yeah. But, He's very reaction reactionary, so it's just kind of like that's why I like people like Spider Man and that the pink the pink girl from My Hero that acid chick. Oh, mm. I like, I like mm. characters that they're kind of wild. Yeah, they're kind of wild, but there's like there's a flow to it. It mm. it's not it's not a very form structure, but I do think I'm more on the patient side with that in terms of I go with the flow but I'm trying to read you first and then I'm going to see what comes natural to that to counteract you know what I'm saying it's kind of mm-hmm. like you know the way you got to be snobby the water bed and shit you know what I'm saying like, <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's like very that. interesting that you actually bring that up because um me and you are both water signs and I would say that like yeah, after what you told me that the water sign is a very reaction it can be like a very reactionary style where we are kind of go with the flow because i notice like sometimes um my entire play style can vary depending on like what game i'm playing and like who i'm playing i'm in a given moment but that patience and that um uh bruce lee actually made a quote about this that Eman reminded me of, of like you know the the water fills whatever um cup what kind of size cup that you put it in like the water is adaptable to the environment that you put it in so it would make sense that like um, me and you or like (laughs) either like heavy water signs or like um who do have that go with the flow kind of mentality would be like adaptable when it comes to um whether it be a fighting game or whatever something like that right you gotta stay well rounded you feel me (laughs) And like, I think it's interesting because like, only like, like don't oh, I'm sorry, think... hold on, I'm sorry, Ray, real quick. Even even in Monster Hunter, like I like the Sword and Shield because I feel like it's the most balanced of all the weapons. Like it has everything. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it has that good combination where I can pretty much cover 
every base. I'm not the best and one, but you know, I got everything. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm in that guy. <laughs> but and like I would say sword and shield is cool, but it's just the sword, the, the shield don't do shit. Like that shield, <laughs> hey, that is that shield. Like, but anyways, I'm sorry, go ahead, Jenny. No, I was just gonna say that like I don't know if you can really use the video game as an indicator just because it depends on the type of game. Because it's funny you talk about you're talking about how, like Bloodborne, how like that's when you notice. Mm. And how like so like Bloodborne is one of the only games that I've platinumed and I think like the more like the more time I let go by, I think it might be either my favorite game of all time or one of. And one of the one of the reasons why is because of the way it teaches you how to play. And like some people gravitate to it sooner than others and how like they teach you how to be aggressive. And like because like there's a mechanic in the game where if you take damage, if you react fast enough and you hit your opponent fast enough, you'll get your health back. So getting hit yeah. is it doesn't it's not that it doesn't matter but like they mitigate the risk of getting hit which like leads you into like attacking more and being more aggressive mm. and and so like you, you know you said like you know amber would use faster weapons and you would use slower ones with more range and like so part of me is thinking about how like is that because with the slower weapons you couldn't get the attack in fast enough to get your health back which means now you definitely need that bit of safety, that bit of extra range for security. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's kind of what that game is about. Because, like, cause to platinum the game, I had to play the game at least minimum three times. You have to play it three times for three different endings. So I played the game at least three times. I think I played four in total. And, like, I think I did the DLC twice. And, like, t- towards the end of the DLC, it gets just ridiculously crazy on, like, as far as difficulty. And one of the things that, like, it taught me about, like, me and my fighting style, like, how I play, is like how aggressively calm I am and like mm-hmm. I'll be like deep like in their face the entire time but like in swinging but I'll either be so if I'll be in their face the entire time but I'll either attacking or I'm just moving around them and like it like the same way if you brought up a smash like the one of the reasons why I like playing Joker so much is just because of simply how fast he is and how like I can just stay near you as much as I want to and but whether or not I'm attacking you or not is irrelevant I just want to make sure I'm close enough then no matter what you're doing, I can react to it and do whatever I want to do. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know that... So, I feel like... But, like, I only really started playing Smash after I started playing Bloodborne. So, I don't know if Bloodborne informed that style for me or if that's just naturally what I, where I was. Because, yeah. like, I know games do like to try and teach you certain things, which is why, like, the GTA thing is... Kind of makes sense as well, but, like, people know you can do those things in GTA. So, they think about those things. Like, GTA is so big... That people are like, oh yeah, you know, you can like get hookers and then kill them, get the money back. And it's like, some I think somebody legitimately like with a couple screws loose was one of the first people to do that. And then people heard about it, realized that they could do it, and then started doing it. Okay, what they didn't come to that themselves. They got taught how to do that, and then they started doing that. Because like the only thing, only time I can really think about a situation where you're really being yourself is like in games where there are options to do the good thing or the bad thing. And people don't want to do the bad thing because it could hurt the people. Like they don't want to get people killed. Because I do that sometimes in games, and like that's usually when they're not trying to teach you something. They're literally just letting you pick. So I feel like it depends on the type of game. Like so, I feel like action games can't really because I feel like in an action game they're gonna t- there's a, there's gonna be a good way and a bad way to do do the thing. Either being defensive is better or being aggressive is better. A mix of both. Or like even like Mikey was saying, like in Monster Hunter, certain weapons are better to be aggressive than others. So like I feel like it depends on what you what you pick, and then how the game wants to like teach you. Okay, now 
I agree with everything you said, Remy. But don't you think that you gravitate to what you like or what you truly are? Like, cause okay, even if even if you did play Bloodborne so many times, you said that your style, you found out that your style was aggressively calm, and like, yeah, but I, but yes, but I I wonder if that's I wonder if it, if it didn't make that my style or was that always it. I don't know, dude. You always like to be fast. You know what I'm saying? You the flash. I mean, you always choose the faster. <laughs> after. Even even in Monster Hunter, you're you're the nigga that's the, the samurai. It's the fierce calm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, dog. I'm just saying, like, nah, that might nah. You're making good you points. Are. You're making good points. That might be who you are deep down. It's just that you personally have never been put in a situation that made you fight like that. I swear, like, I swear, if you had, if you were training, like, if you became a martial artist today, I feel like that's how you would fight. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's how you would fight. I don't know, because I have no idea. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's there, bro. That's you. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. So, like, the reason why I say that is because the first time I played Bloodborne, I I wouldn't say I didn't like it, but I was definitely like, this game isn't isn't all that great. And then I saw how close I was to the Platinum. I was like, oh, let me see if I can can do this, you know? And when I, so then when I really started realizing how you're supposed to play, I was like, oh, this is it. This is the wave. But I don't know if, I thought that because it spoke to me or being forced to play it again but helped me realize that was you wanted yeah. to play yes to yes and no but like because like cause I don't I don't want to I don't, I don't want to get the full story but it like spoke to you that's who you are man own it bro. yes Come on. <laughs> because like so what happened was so the first playthrough I played it you know whatever cool 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 and then I watched someone else play it and like there was like all this like hidden stuff in the background I was like oh that'd be cool to actually go see those things for myself so I played it again but when I played it the second time, it didn't click with me because of how I was playing. So I was like, you know what? No, I want to play this the right way and see all the other cool things. So I had, to, and I knew how to play it a third time anyway. So I wonder if I did, I just fall in love with playing it the third time because like I had to get through that barrier of entry or did me wanting to play it teach me how to play that way? And then I took that and moved on. Like I still, okay. like to this day, I still don't know. Okay, 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 okay. Let me ask you this question. Was that your first, like, what was your first ever, like, fighting game, I guess you could say? Because that's like, kind of what brought me to Fighting or, like, action? Uh, I guess action would be You more. know what? You know what? No, no, no. I take it all back. No, no, I take it all back. Yeah, no, I'm calmly aggressive. Yeah, no, I take it back. Because I'm thinking about, because you e- e can, e can attest to this. When we play, um, what is it? Uh, Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi 2? Oh, my God. Oh. I don't let niggas breathe. <laughs> I don't let you breathe, bro, at all. Me and Bryce will okay. play, and I, oh, you don't get to breathe now. Mm-mm. You don't get time to think. You don't get time to breathe. I'm just on your ass the entire time. So I guess now that I'm thinking about it in other games as well, yeah, no, that, like I said, is me, huh? Huh. Calmly aggressive, yeah. All right, no, yep, all right. Look, man, you got to get to the beginning. You'll figure it out. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. you definitely right. Hmm. So do you still say that what Kevin said was wrong, uh, accurate or not? Um, I stick with the problem. I think the problem is, well, no, I don't know, cause like, cause like, I think about how like, like, cause like what Kevin was saying about how like how he would like try and make sure he was safe and secure with like the longer range weapons, slow weapons, and I keep thinking like the game specifically teaches you not 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 to do that, but like that. There's ways that are get you better results, and like how, or like if you're gonna use a slower weapon, then that means you should really probably be parrying more. Look for those openings and shoot them with a gun 
to get the get in the heavier hits. So like, I guess theoretically, if you were to watch someone play certain games, you would see whether or not they would resist the game trying to teach them things. Because hmm. like, yeah, because like I'm thinking about like Amber picking a faster weapon and leaning more into like being more aggressive, getting her hits in. Is that because the game facilitated that for her and that's her natural style? Or is it because that's just how she wanted to play and the game allowed it? And, I don't know. Yeah. But like the thing is, um, when it comes to certain games that you're playing, because I, uh, I probably play Bloodborne at a lower, like me and Amber probably play Bloodborne at a lower level than um, you do, Remy, because like you, you have had multiple playthroughs. But what I found out is like recently, I found out how to like do visceral attacks more successfully mm-hmm. and it's drastically improved how I changed the game. Yeah. The only difference is like now instead of my sense of security being around um uh, using longer range weapons, which would I guess be like the um lower level of thinking, now that I can do visceral attacks, it makes me really pay attention to not the end lag on like the the movements yeah. of my enemies but now the, the start up yeah now now i always yep. pay attention so it's like now i have created a new sphere of security where i was like as long mm. as i can understand what their moves look like on startup and now i have yeah. a new area of safety yeah so i can use those faster weapons and mm. um now i can pay attention to startup and end lag and like the the way i play is like sometimes almost like robotic because I noticed I do with Smash 2, and I really love the example that you used with the Joker. Because mm. I remember when I was playing, I think I was like using maybe like Lucina or something, and then I switched to Pichu, which allowed me to be like kind of faster um, and more aggressive like you, and challenge you off stage a lot. Mm. Um, and those were some of the funniest games I've had. Oh yeah, we're well, playing Smash with y'all because like um, just the character itself changed what was safe for me because like with lucina because because of the way she swings when she does have range um like she is like susceptible to attack and end lag because she doesn't have a lot of multi-hit moves so it's like you hit once and you miss you leave yourself open so with lucina i'm always trying to make sure that whatever i throw out hits or whatever i throw out is slightly out of position so i can take advantage of you Whereas, like, with Pichu, because he has a lot of multi-hit moves and because he has, like, more grab combos than Lucina did, I was able to play the game in an entirely different way. Mm-hmm. And then even, like, with my recovery the way it was, um, it allowed me to challenge you a lot off stage and not worry about, like, certain things. But then, like, yeah. also certain things are changing because, like, Arsene versus Pichu um like the aha that you use that gives me damage so it's like i'm doing damage to myself and getting damage over time so it's like i have to really use that speed to my advantage yeah um to create like these safety things so it's like um i think bare bones my play style is always about like optimizing like certain things and creating basically situations that are almost always win-win for me rather than mm-hmm. like um like a lot of people like to play um sometimes at like lower levels they like to play high risk 
high reward where they like they'll put themselves in dangerous positions. But for me, I realized that my approach to life, because I, I do this like with you know like job security and stuff like that, and um, the way I move through life also is like I always want to make sure that even if I'm not like out of my list of options, even if I'm not getting the best option, I'm still getting the most pros out of any option. Like I'll never pick an option in life, whether that be in video games or in real life, where I feel like you get my chances of winning of losing are fifty fifty. Even like mm-hmm. my I I always like my chances of winning to be like seventy percent um, at any point in time when I make something. So like when I am trying to do an option, also like when I get read sometimes in Smash, when I do that, it's not like mm, I think that this person's going to do that. It's more so right, like no. my thinking is like, um, whenever I get this close to this person, they jump. So I have like a, there's like already a set um, pattern of behaviors to where this um, chance of me landing the attack is like already 70% likely. And all I have to do is um, create that scenario by feigning an attack or just, being there by doing occupational pressure and stuff like that. And it's really like kind of showing me what like my psychology is at. Um, like in a way, cause like it's, it's for me, it's very fun. Like through fighting games to find out what kind of person I am. And I've been like recently picking up smash again cause quarantine, I get a lot of time to play. Mm-hmm. And like now that I'm starting to learn new things about the game and creating, um, new I guess like senses of security like as long as I feel security when I play I can play very confident and like play very aggressively but it mm-hmm. does mentally I have to know that I'm always in a win situation where for some people uh, they don't have to always be in that situation they just like playing that way so it's like I don't know it's a like, it's cool to see the different processes between people I even learned that um, I think when I used to play The Last of Us Online with you all a lot, like I was more, um, like my sense of security came from like being a medic and hanging back and like making sure that like whoever I could pick off, um, I had like a, a good chance of killing them or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was very interesting. I think that's the very first time I noticed it because um, The Last of Us Online was very different from a lot of other yeah. Um, third-person shooters. Yeah. Uh, I think I will say I, I think my opinion on it is different from you three, in the sense that like I don't. Uh, I think you can definitely learn, you know, things about a person from how they play games, but it's like uh, something I alluded to earlier. The game design has a lot to do with how people play a game, mm-hmm. and like you know, even the way, for example, we were talking about Monster Hunter. You know, my weapon is a switch axe. It doesn't mean that I would use like a switch axe type of weapon in other games, like other action titles that I play. You know, I, and the reason that even that I that I uh, use a switch axe may not even really be indicative of too much. I mean, there is something to be said for the fact that I've used it all this time, but I could have just as easily. I haven't used every single weapon in the game. I've used maybe most of them, but. Uh, it could just be a comfortability thing, which maybe that says something that because I got comfortable with the Switch X, it may not even necessarily be like the best fit for me 
but I got comfortable mm. with it, so I'm, I'm like with it. And uh, and it could just also be my level of investment. Like I'm just playing Monster Hunter because it's you know another multiplayer game to like hang out with you guys with and uh, just pass the time. Uh, but I mean the the question of if you like how people play games. I, I've seen a lot of, I guess, dissonance, like separation between how somebody could play, you know, like between how people play games versus how they act generally in real life. Like I'll see like little, I guess, overlap here and there, but it's um, like sometimes, you know, if someone's playing Call of Duty and they're like very twitchy and they have high sensitivity and they move around fast a lot. That could, I mean, indicate a level of kind of like general impatience or like frantic energy in, in real life. But mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know, even overall, I don't think that that's like a huge indicator of all that much, at least not by itself, I guess. Because even me, I'm thinking about, I was thinking about like all the games, the games that you guys brought up and then some of the games that I've played recently. And I don't, I don't see, I don't get a lot of interpretation out of the way that I play games. Because even the way that you guys were describing, like some of the, the mindsets and things you've been in, that just seems to me like a like you've reached a level of expertise with that game that you like like the aggressive uh, was it aggressive calmness? Yeah, is like a that's like to me like a high level of um, that that you've reached with that game that you have the calmness and the experience or that you have the experience and the expertise to have that calm mindset and. Uh, Again, I guess the you know the experience to be to know when to be aggressive because it just it seems to me like you're calm enough to find your opportunities, which then kind of links to what Kevin was saying about the the trying to find that those win-win situations or the the, the the best situations where you can have the opportunity to do like the most damage if it's a fighting game, things like that. Uh, I guess how you get there can be different too, but I don't know. To me. Maybe I'm just thinking about it in a weird way, but I I haven't really seen it personally in terms of fighting styles. I just think if you get good at a game, there's like there's a lot of I don't know, it's almost like to me master not yeah, well yeah, masters, like people who get really good at a game, they kind of tend to operate in the same way in their own way at the same time. Which is kind of confusing. But it's like uh what's, a, what's an example of a game? Like the, I guess Dragon Ball Z that you brought up earlier, the Budokai Tenkaichi. I used to play that a lot with, um, you know, like the siblings and even with other friends. And uh, I don't know. I think about it. I guess you can try to like. There are different ways to play that game. Or you can try to be more long range with it. You can try to be up in people's faces and hit them with the, you know, physical like punches and kicks. But there's not. Like I've done a lot of both. I prefer, like, I think in your face, too, but that's, I mean, Dragon Ball Z is that kind of yeah. show, and I guess the game was kind of that kind of game, so I don't, I haven't, I don't learn anything about yeah. myself from that. What I was, necessarily. what I was, like, as you're talking, the, the more I think it might be true, I think it's more about over the breadth of games, I guess, you could probably figure out someone's personality traits or their style across multiple games, because it reminds me of, um like, how Malik plays a lot, is, like, he would just spam the safe move that he knows is gonna guarantee him some damage. Like in Budokai Tenkaichi, he would just spam like the, the energy wave volley. It's just a bunch of long range attacks that like do homing, like they home in on you and they, they that's how they do their damage. 
Like yeah. when you play like Ultimate the Storm, he uses uh Guy Sensei. He just does the dynamic entry because it's fast and it's long range. So like I think if you were to look at multiple games, like because the, the through line in the way I, at least with fighting is in it, is about being fast enough to react. Because it's kind of like what Kevin was saying about finding that zone of safety and security. And I think the reason why with Bloodborne it stands out so much is because just because that's how the game also teaches you to play. Which is why I wasn't sure if it was just, did that the game bring it out of me? Or is it that absolutely how I am naturally? I think it's a mixture of both. Mm-hmm. So it just seems more prevalent in that game. Because like, like what I was saying, like when I play Smash and I'm playing as Joker, the reason why I like being that fast is because I can rush in and not have to worry about something coming at me and me not being able to deal with it because I can get out as well. Or I can hit you before you do anything. And that lets, allows me to be calm, which lets me feel safe and I can be calmly aggressive. So like I think there is, if you were to look at multiple games, you could start to kind of take out pieces of how the person's personality kind of works. I see the value in that. That's a good point. But then I, I, I'm tempted to ask then, what does that tell you about, I mean, it tells you about your, your game style, but how do you transfer that to like how you operate in life generally? Mm-hmm. Well, for me, from, from all of this, I feel like my style, I guess you could say, I just go over whatever feels right. I mean, I I don't really know. When I play a game, I try every option. I play every option. And um, then I pick which one I like the best. Like, I always go with what's the best for me. So I feel like that kind of explains why I'm so not invested in Smash, uh, this one, because it's just not done yet. So I haven't been able to test everything. Um, like, cause I don't know, every game, every version of Smash, I changed my nigga. It was every game, ever, ever since Melee. It was so, I don't know, it's weird. Cause like every game is mechanically different. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> I understand, like, I understand this is a video game and all that, and all that stuff. But in my eyes, I'm still playing it. So I'm going to do what is what feels right for me you know what i'm saying so i always whenever i'm in a game i always try every option i do that and i play it and um so i feel like how that translates to my life is i always i do what i want you know what i'm saying like i do what i want like no one's gonna tell me that i can't do something i will do something if i want to do it i'm gonna do it and so I think it, it it can say something, but I feel like you have to look at it as like who's playing the game. Like if this person's really interested in playing this game or not, because I don't know. I feel like there's some there is something there. It's probably not everything. It won't it won't it can't be everything because it is just a video game, and you know there's aspects in that game that cannot translate to real life, but. I do think that it, it there is something there, like there there is some truth to how a real gamer, if a person's a real gamer, how they play, how it translates to real life. There's something there, but I don't know. Uh, I feel that. I think that was a that was a, a better example for what I was like asking about how you like to try kind of everything because I have noticed that in uh, 
in game. Like you'll, you'll even like I think did you you have like a female character in Monster Hunter too. I don't know. You probably haven't done much. Yeah, I, yeah. You do have her. So that's an example because that's not something I would take the time to even like bother mm-hmm. with because I don't see much point in it for me. But the fact that you took the time to do that and that you you know tried out all the weapons and everything, I think that does say something about how you operate in general. Yeah. Um, I actually I wanted to raise like because uh, this is kind of because I'm kind of like a recently I've been like kind of a psychology nerd. I think the um, one thing that I'm noticing uh, the way that Mikey's speaking and that I'm speaking, I'm kind of because I'm also similar to Mikey where it's like. Um, I most of my ideas, like the way I play something, doesn't get fully formed until I have assessed all my options. Like when you said that about Smash, that like we don't have all the characters yet, so you don't really know who's your favorite, like what's your favorite playstyle and stuff yet. So I noticed with some games, like even in Bloodborne, um, I have I feel like I have not actually yet experienced all of Bloodborne because I haven't gotten that many weapons to mess around with yet. Um, and I'm the kind of person who likes to try a lot of everything, um, because that sparks creativity and how I interface with the world. And I was learning that, like, there are things called, like, cognitive functions that, um, it's, they are, uh, almost like, um, either based on values or on decision making um sometimes like for example the way mikey was speaking um makes me think that me and him both have a cognitive function and like you have like dominative and like kind of um repressed like functions depending on um like how you like to uh interface with the world and me and him have the cognitive function of introverted feeling which is pretty much like we make decisions based off of how um we feel about them and that's not like that's not always like happy or sad but that could also be like um values as well like we might decide that we will never kill because we just created the value in our head that killing is wrong where it's like for some people they might not make uh decisions based on like how they feel because that's that seems finicky to them because i've been trying to like, understand how other people think and that might seem finicky to them so they might be like um uh what's called like a a te dom which would be like extroverted thinking which is like um if you're a te dom basically you make decisions based off of facts like external facts that can be proved with like um like scientific testing and stuff like that like that instead of like someone who's pi which would be like someone who would uh use rational thinking to think for themselves and they might not exactly take like they they might listen to like scientific knowledge but they'll take it with like a grain of salt and i've noticed that like that happens with um some people who like to like not I don't think think for themselves is the right word, but they do like to rationalize for themselves. Like they might hear something that might be popular opinion, but instead they might be like, eh, I don't really think that. Um 
So I, I do think the way that Mikey was speaking um, recently is very, um, like, from how you play, I can kind of tell what your, your, your cognitive stack, which determines what your personality is like, just from how you play the game, which I was, like, trying to test out myself. Um, and, like, to me, I, I don't quite, like, for Remy and E, I don't quite yet understand your personality because I just don't know how you guys play games too much and, like, your decision-making behind them. Like, to, for me, it sounds like Remy is, um, like, your, your gaming style almost. It's, like, kind of, uh, like, your, I guess, your calm aggression is almost, like, intuitive to me. Like, I guess you would, like, learn reactively, if that makes any sense. I don't know yeah. if that, no, that is valid. Okay. 100%. Yeah. But, like, from the way you talk, even, like, when I watch you play sports, it's, like, for me, like, playing football with y'all is hard because I'm always in my head. Like, I'm always, like, um, am I running correctly? Am I doing this correctly? And I'm also very, like, TE. Like, I'll, I'll look around and try to, um, like, mimic whatever is, like, optimal um sometimes but when i watch remy play like i think the reason that like <laughs> you and like the jordans of like uh, backyard football shit just run shit is because y'all have like this almost trust like in your body's abilities to do what your body's going to do so you can focus on other things which is like some of the like the things i noticed in like top level athletes is that, like, they aren't too, like, they don't have to focus on technique that well because they already have this instinctive, like, uh, connection with their body. It's, it's very kind of cool to see because, like, for, um, I think, like, FI dons, it's sometimes, like, a disconnect because we can be uh, in our head because our reality is based on how we feel about certain things. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, give us a like or a five-star rating on whatever platform you're hearing us on. And also follow us on Twitter to let us know how we're doing. Thank you so much for listening. And also remember that the most important color in the box is neon black.